0: the following is a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment this
1: is the employment law show
0: we are ready to go we hope you are as well this This edition of the show, our good pal Mackenzie Irwin is here taking care of all your questions. She's got the answers. You want to reach out. Now is the half hour. You want to do that. You should be educated in your employment rights. Bring it on. Email if we have time a little later on near the end of the show. We'll get to that. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And any other time, the website constructed just for you. It's free. It's anonymous. A wealth of knowledge. Covers all kinds of topics. And right off the top, you'll see on the website is the severance pay calculator rolled into pocket employmentlawyer.ca. So check that out uh, when you want. We'll get into our topic here in just a moment called severance deadlines. What you need to know. We'll get through those talking points. But Mackenzie, opening salvo, my friend, the uh, the case of the day. What do you got, pal? Yeah. So
2: this, I mean, it's been a very busy week and it's only Wednesday. So um, <laughs> it feels like it's uh, it's already the end of the week. But this week, uh, I, I spoke to a gentleman the other day. Um, you know, he's, he's he was 68 years old. And he's been let go from his job. As a manager after 27 years there, um, he was earning $75,000, but he received about thirteen dollars to $15,000 every year in bonus. So mm. a pretty substantial bonus every year. Totally. He typically got paid this bonus in September each year. Um, now, his employer told him, as they often do, that pursuant to his contract, they only owed him eight weeks in severance. But here's the thing. They were going to be really, really generous to him. And they offered him an additional 20 weeks pay in exchange for him signing a release. They right. gave him one week to sign it back. So this gentleman was was smart. He went online and he, um, he used actually our severance pay calculator. And he said, hold on a minute. I think I'm entitled to more. So he got in touch with me. Um, And we chatted and he was obviously very upset to lose his job of 27 years. That's very stressful. And he was really stressed actually about losing that 20 weeks additional payment um, by not signing back within the week. So that was really stressing him out. Um, So I'm glad he came to me because uh, the employment contract that he had, uh, it had a termination clause in it that stated, as the employer said, that he was actually only owed eight weeks. Um, but this, this termination clause was completely illegal. It wasn't even really worth the paper that it was written on. So this means that he was actually owed up to 24 months of pay. So he was obviously quite happy to hear that and we're, we're going to help him out. But I think it's really important to mention here that he just thought that, you know, um, unfortunately he'd been terminated before he got his paid his bonus. And so he wasn't going to be entitled to his bonus, but that's absolutely not the case. Um he is certainly owed his bonus for twenty twenty two which would have been paid out in september um, and not only that, but the employer is actually um, opening themselves up to some liability here for terminating him just before they were supposed to pay him out a substantial bonus. That kind of bad faith knowing and 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 refusing to pay that bonus um, could really um, equal. Uh, A lot more damages uh, open the employer up to a a lot more damages down the road.
0: You know, it's interesting because that uh, that brings about a couple points, Mackenzie. Number one, just because there might be a clause or something in your employment contract that seems ironclad, it is worth a phone call to you and sending it over to you, let you just go through it to see, like as you said, if it if it holds water, if it's worth the paper it's written on, it might not be. It might be a case where. You know, uh, an employer that's not too sophisticated found some you know template off of Google an employment contract. Ah, we'll just print this off and get them to sign it. Yeah, you can do that a hundred times. It doesn't mean anything unless it's legally binding. So they should always reach out to you for sure. And as far as bonuses and all that stuff and uh, commission payments that are owed to uh, to to an individual if they're if they have that type of gig. A lot of employers try to get cute and do exactly that. You know, the bonus or the commission—a big commission—is going to be supposed to be paid out in September. Ah, we'll let them go mid-August. That way, we can skirt our responsibility. That doesn't work, does it? It's—it's—it's it's, it's old habit. It's—it's it's no good, right?
2: No, exactly. And so I see this all the time where, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, save ourselves money and we'll yeah. terminate them just before we owe them this bonus. And so again, it's really, really important that employees understand that, yes, you are very likely entitled to that bonus. And and actually, you might be entitled to a, a prorated bonus throughout that 24-month period. So for, for the gentleman who called me this, this uh, week, we're going to write to his employer. We're going to, to pursue not only his severance for 24 months, but but likely his bonus as well. So those employers who are trying to cut corners um, when they're terminating employees. They're really going to pay for it in the long run.
0: Okay, here we go. Severance deadlines, what you need to know. Number one, Mackenzie, should someone... That has been let go. Be concerned about the deadline and the severance offer. They're all there, right? Friday at five, Tuesday at six. You got to have it back to us. What happens if they don't sign and give it back by that deadline?
2: Yeah, so I people come to me all the time and they've got, oh, no, I really, it's really um, important. It's very urgent. They've given me a very tight deadline. I need to get back to them right away. Um, and, and this should always be a red flag for you. If your employer has given you a tight deadline to accept your severance offer, um, you should definitely be having that offer reviewed by an employment lawyer because it's likely not what you're owed. Um, and those tight deadlines, those are, are certainly um, that red flag that you should be you should be seeking some legal advice. Um, so, first of all, I would say, you know, employers should employees should not fall victim to that pressure tactic. As soon as you receive your severance offer, you should call my firm, schedule a consultation, and have it reviewed by one of uh, one of our lawyers, either myself or one of my colleagues. Um, it's very likely that you're owed more. Um, and in terms of what should happen if you don't sign by that deadline, again, it's very likely that this offer, this initial offer, it's exactly that. It's an initial offer. It's an opening offer. And so if you don't sign it back by the deadline, that doesn't necessarily mean that that offer's off the table. But more likely than not, you won't be accepting that offer because um, because you're entitled to more. And so likely you'll need to Start, that's the, just the opening offer to start the negotiations. And so you'll want to contact a, an employment lawyer and have it reviewed so that you know what your what your initial offer is, is worth.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Oh, by the way, you want to reach out to Mackenzie and her team anytime off air. Here's how uh, Here's how you do it, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Yeah, it's one thing just to sit back and ignore the deadline and you know, take some time on your own at home to go over it, but you should regardless always always get legal advice obtain legal advice before you sign back anything so can they ask for more time should they feel bashful saying to their employer saying okay i thank you very much for the letter i get it but guys i just i'm going to get some legal advice and I'll get back to you i would imagine that a more sophisticated employer would say yeah go ahead fill your boots you know try to get it back to us asap is that, is that yeah. would that be right
2: well so absolutely they're going to pressure you to get it back as soon as possible it's in their best it's in the employer's best interest to have you signed off Wrapped, wrapped up your termination, tied up with a little bow, and they never have to think about it again. But you can absolutely ask, and you should be asking your employer for more time, particularly if they've given you that tight deadline. Um, and it shouldn't be a big ask. Um, the employer should be open to giving you more time. If they've given you a good offer, they shouldn't care. They should absolutely go take it. Have it reviewed by an employment lawyer they're going to tell you it's such a great offer that's what we're telling you and um and they should give you that extra time but um it it is absolutely appropriate and and i would suggest that employees who have been given a tight deadline that they go to their employer ask for a brief extension um, just to make sure that they can have it reviewed and then give yourself the time to schedule that appointment with with the lawyer and have it reviewed properly
0: so if someone, you know, signs a severance should be offered because, you know, what, what they feel was, was undue pressure and, and a deadline, can they do anything about it looking back?
2: So sometimes. Um, it'll hmm. depend on really the specifics of what's happened here. So most of the time, if you've signed an offer, there's not much that I can do for you because you've accepted the offer that they've given to you. You know, every now and then I come across employees who's, Um, employers have forced them to sign the offer on the spot in the exact meeting um, and they didn't really give them any time to kind of review it, read it, understand it, take it to a lawyer, have it reviewed by someone else. Um, In these cases, it's possible i can likely help you out but it really does depend on the specific circumstances so if you've signed an offer it may still be, it may be worthwhile to call us and have it reviewed and review your the specifics of your situation to determine what your options are and whether or not there's something that we can help you out with
0: so now you've the scenario is you just lost your job you've been handed that severance offer it's got a deadline on it you're shocked you're freaking out you're stressed it's like a bucket of water in the face what do you do what's the first step
2: well, the first step is you take a deep breath and you call us. We'll schedule a time to talk, review your offer, provide you with your options. It's really, you know, it's it's normal to be shocked and stressed about losing your job. Um, when you work with someone with, like me, I can really make sure that your employer's paying you what you owed, that the offer that they're giving you is fair, and to really just give you peace of mind and, and take some of that stress off your shoulders. Um, you can call an employment lawyer. We can review it, let you know what your options are. E- we, you know, and very, mo- very well may be that they've given you a really great offer and, and, and I can let you know whether that's the case.
0: Yeah. I think in the entire, all the years you've been doing this, you've probably see a good, if not robust uh, severance offer, maybe what? once (laughs) i
2: i think i I think maybe once maybe once (laughs) where where it was like wow that's 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 what you're owed great good for you um it is very very um infrequent and i almost never see it
0: yeah that's usually the way it goes we'll take a, a short break lots more to go here we'll get into the aging workforce have a chat about that The email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. We continue the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Law Show. Stand by. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. Welcome back, Wednesday night edition. If you're not aware, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four nights during the week. Outside of the weekend, we do the Employment Law Show for half an hour and then again on Saturday, and you'll hear it on Sunday. We'll get into our topic of the uh, aging workforce here in just a bit. But we always take our callers top priority. Jewel, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging on for a moment, pal. How are you? What's your question?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Great show. Listen, Thank you. I, I asked this question way back, uh, but I'm asking again because... I don't know. Let's say a company that I work for is going to be five years, but uh, two and a half years ago, they bought by another big company and they came up with the clause, a uh, contract that we all signed. It's a mandatory that we have to sign. And uh, I remember there were a few clauses there. If uh, they can file you well, without any reason, if companies think it they don't need you or they... They think that you did something wrong or whatever without any reason they can terminate you. My question to you is that even though you have to sign that universal contract, if something happened, God forbid, without any reason, if they do something, uh, can you claim the severance like you guys are talking? Are you eligible for that?
2: So, absolutely. If you've been terminated without cause in Ontario, you are entitled to severance. It's just a matter of how much. And so, depending on the specific language in that new employment contract that you've signed, um, that will kind of dictate how much your of severance you're entitled to. So, I'd have to take a look at your uh, contract, but down the line, um, if you're terminated down the line, you should certainly contact us and, and we'll review the package that they've offered and the enforceability of, of the termination clause. But um, in the future, though, it's always a good idea to have a, co- a new contract reviewed before you sign it. Um, it should always be a red flag to you that if your employer is asking you to sign a new contract, that should be an indication to you that hmm, maybe I, should, have, I sp- should speak with an
1: employment lawyer all my life i said one thing to the empire that they need me more than i need them
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <I'm> not
2: <worried.
1: laughs>
0: thanks well, joel
2: i hope that continues to be the case
1: thank you i appreciate that.
0: thanks joel appreciate it pal if you want to uh, reach out any other time uh to Mackenzie, always uh, there and ready to answer some questions It's a simple phone call, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. This is a topic which we've been covering uh, more often in the last probably couple of years. Uh, Mackenzie, between yourself and Lior and everybody else that steps in and does the show here during the week. And that is the topic of the aging workforce because it truly is that. As the baby boomers and their kids, that's me, start to get older and in their 50s and 60s and beyond, not everybody wants to pack it in at sixty or sixty-five, but there is always questions when it comes to this. I mean, what should an employee do if they're they're starting to struggle with their job? Can they be disciplined if they can't keep up anymore? How does that work out?
2: Yeah, we are really seeing this more and more where um empl- you know, employees these days are working later. They're working well into their sixties, and that's just that's just normal. Um but I have had uh Employees coming to me with questions of this nature, you know, where they're at their work. um, Let's say, for example, their employer has implemented a new uh, fancy new um, computer software and and they're really kind of struggling to keep up and, um, you know, learn this new software. So when if this is ever happening, it's really important that you advise your manager or your human resources representative in writing that you've noticed that your employer is changing, you know, X, Y, and Z about your job. Um, You know, this this new program, you're not really comfortable with it. You don't know how it works. Um, And you can request additional additional training on how to perform, uh, how to work on that new software um, or how to navigate this new program um, in order to keep up. Um, Now, if your employer doesn't provide you with that training, And they should be providing you with that training during working hours. Uh, They should be paying you for that training. Then you may be, you know, if they're not doing that, then you may really be wandering into this constructive dismissal territory. Mm -hmm. Um, And you should really, you should be giving us a call to determine, you know, the specifics of your situation and make sure that, um, you know, figure out what your rights are with that.
0: Yeah, just, just you know, like you said, those things that an employer or an employee may need is their feeling that they can't keep up. Is that under the banner of accommodation for that older employee? Does it work the same way? Like if they had a disability, they can't lift 20 pounds for whatever reason, if they're aging and they got to keep up and they need a certain amount of things in the office to keep up, is that an accommodation that has to be filled?
2: It very well may be. Um, oh. So sometimes, particularly, you know, if if you're if you're struggling in terms of, uh, let's say, you're you can't quite hear what's going on. You have mm. your your hearings go- going. Certainly, an employer does have to accommodate those kinds of changes that happen as we age. Um, so it could be a accommodation issue, and that's why it's really important that. Um, that you reach out to us if if there's an issue, if these issues, if you're experiencing these issues at work,
0: can or should an employer terminate an employee because they become older or less productive, or even both? Right?
2: Uh, yeah, um, absolutely not. This is a bit of a tricky one because um, your employer, if your employer's decision to terminate your employment is in any way related to your age or the fact that you've become older, this might be, this is this is a human rights violation and you could be owed substantial damages. So um, typically when employees contact me and they're experiencing these issues, they, employees, they can see the writing on the wall. They can see, you know, my employer is starting to unnecessarily critique my work i'm I'm struggling in terms of um, keeping up because uh, with these new programs and they're starting to kind of push me out and you think it's because uh, likely it's because they want to replace you with new younger and frankly cheaper employees so um, it would be important to come and speak to me or an employment lawyer one of my colleagues um, before your employer terminates you because we can kind of step in and help you navigate in this situation in the background. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you avoid being terminated altogether, but at the very least set you up to recover your maximum severance if you are terminated. But um, sorry, go. And so in, in terms of employers terminating you because of your um, you know, if they're actually terminating you because your efforts are lacking and it has absolutely nothing to do with your age, you know, you're just no longer being pro- as productive as you once were, um, then they can absolutely terminate you for any reason other than your age, um, as long as they are providing you with proper severance. Um, and, and again, we can help, uh, help you understand, or the severance calcul- pay calculator can help you figure out what that severance should be.
0: Last couple of minutes here. Let me ask you this: And if an employee feels, you know, their spidey senses telling them that they were let go because of their age, what should they do? Or the and the severance? How does that work out? Is it can it be more than normal? Or how does it, how does that uh, how does that play out?
2: Yeah. So if your spidey senses are tingling, that means you should absolutely call me as soon as possible or one of my colleagues at at, at uh, my firm because we can to have us review what's going on. Um, if, if you've been let go because of your age, you're you know. Absolutely, you're entitled to severance, um, but it's, it is possible and likely that more severance is owed because of your age. Um, that's one factor that uh, helps increase the severance that you're owed. Um, but not only would you be an owed severance, if it is truly, you know, if you've truly been terminated because of your age, you could be, um, you could be entitled to human rights damages as well.
0: Is it a tough, uh, battle for, uh, for someone in that situation to kind of prove that their employer, like the employer is going to say, that's not why I fired you. No, it had nothing to do with your age. Meanwhile, you know, damn well it did. Is there, is there things, is there tools in their kit they can use to kind of, to kind of flush that out? Like that's the reason why.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So I've all the time employers are going to say, no way, nothing to do with your age. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to call us when you feel like this is happening so that we can help you navigate it in the background. But one tip that I would say is that as things are happening... I would be documenting everything in terms of sending emails um making sure that you're complaining in writing to your manager about how you your you know manager seems to be treating you different differently because you're older or you're getting more um performance reviews because of your age
0: and that's no longer and I guess some people are still actually believing that mandatory retirement is the thing, but I think it's been about what twelve or, or fifteen years since the age of sixty five was even a number right?
2: It is, that is absolutely no, no longer a, a thing. And um, I don't know why people still think age 65. I have many clients who've been working well into their late 60s, 70s, and that's just the norm these days.
0: And half the doctors I know are creeping up to eighty, if not further. They just they don't want to quit, man. It's it, it it's really uh, it's really crazy. So uh, there you go, ageism's alive and well in the workforce for sure. We hear uh, we hear cases of it all the time, and it continues to uh to be a thing. That'll just about wrap it up for today. Thanks for the phone call, Jewel. And anytime you want to send Mackenzie an email, you want to continue this conversation, simple help at employmentlawyer.ca is always available. as well on the phone 1-855-821-59. 900. And as I mentioned off the top, it is free and anonymous for you to use and including the severance pay calculator. Just click your way over to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca and you'll learn a ton there as well. Back in tomorrow at 6.30, that'll be the Thursday night edition of the Employment Law Show. We'll see you then. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of corporate for entertainment